This JT the Brick Legends moment is brought to you by the M Resort, the official team headquarters hotel of the Las Vegas Raiders. Played for the L.A. Raiders from 82 to 1990. A Super Bowl champion, a two-time Pro Bowler, a two-time All-American. Van McElroy, kind enough to join us. Van, I really appreciate you doing this. How are you? I'm good, JT. And you, brother? Everything I good? couldn't be better. First off, I wanted to pay respects because we were there on the loss of your teammate Mike Davis and the impact that he had not only on you specifically but all of your teammates. Talk about that loss to the organization and you. Yeah, it was difficult, uh, JT, just to to realize that we're not immortal. I, I mean, you know, you have guys that are such great players and really great guys. I mean, if you recall, uh, you know, and it's been a long time since the Raiders have really had a secondary like that. I mean, you have one let go to Pro Bowl in the past five years, but we had three guys going one year, and really Mike should have gone that same year. I just don't think everybody could really draw themselves up enough coaches and players around there to vote all four of us in. Uh, but it was a, a really a testament to him, his spirit, his nickname, Mad Dog. You know, and, and I just I know that I'll be holding his hand once again. Uh, uh, I'll see him again, brother. It, it was, yeah, your, it was your discussion was really important. It had a big impact on me and my wife who were sitting in the crowd. And I'll tell you, Mark Davis made a really interesting comment that I knew I was aware of, but I never heard it that way, that Mike was the only Raider safety in Raiders history to win two Super Bowls and to consider Atkinson and Tatum and the other safeties, including Woodson, who's going into the Hall of Fame. That's a tremendous accomplishment and a legacy play for Mike Davis. Absolutely. And, and you know, Mike, 6'3", 215, could run, uh, you know, could do a lot of different things. And, you know, second-round pick. And, and what, what he did say made him more relevant because obviously he was a little bit of the glue that helped everything, you know, come together. You know, that's what happens when those guys are in multiple Super Bowls that way. And and he was just a great player, man, and a great guy. And we got along so well. And, and, and you know, we, we fought together. We cried together. We played together. And, and it was such a close group of guys. I mean, we, we have a texting group that texts, you know, probably two or three times a month, you know, and, and Mike – uh, was one of those guys that would get it going, and, and we'd all just, you know, sort of sit there and talk about what's going on and what have you. So, man, great player, great friend, uh, great teammate, all those things. Raider legend Van McElroy's our guest. So I think it's very appropriate we have you on after I spent time with Mike Mayock yesterday and how they spent two draft picks at the safety position, and they're trying to figure this position out. You had the luxury to play in the middle of the field and have Mike Haynes and Lester Hayes Two of the all-time greats, and Lester should be in the Hall of Fame with Mike. You mentioned Mad Dog. What was that like for you when you broke the huddle and you knew a team was on the attack and they were going to attack you down the middle of the field, but those corners and their ability to lock down, play the bump and run, be able to make decisions on the fly, that must have been fabulous having the confidence that you had there, Van. Well, really what ended up being is that everybody had confidence of knowing that each person was going to man up and study their position, you know, so so heavily that we knew what we need to do needed to do to help our teammate. Judge knew where I was going to be. Spike knew where I was going to be. Mike knew, you know, they knew where Mike was going to be. And, and really, 
in in my whole dream world, watching, you know, I just don't know that guys watch the film that that we used to, you know, and if they do, I'm not really sure. And this is just me watching the game. I don't really know if they know how to watch film and what to look for, but, mm-hmm. but you know, any of the quarterbacks drops, what, what was going on with the line, all those different things gave me a clue of, of just where I needed to be. And, and oftentimes, if Judge knew that the slant, you know, and certainly the deep post, but the slant for those things that were inside, that receiver, if he knew that somebody was going to hurt him, then oftentimes they shied away from that spot. And it really allowed those guys, and when I say those guys, I'm talking about Lester and Mike, to focus. And, again, I think they played the toughest position in the National Football League because the Raiders, we went, you know, cover one man the whole game almost. You know, we throw a three yeah. in there once in a while and some different things. But, but they were allowed to play their game, you know, and they had the boundary as another, as another safety. And then they had me and Mike in the middle as two guys that were going to help them, you know, if anything came across the middle. So it allowed them to really focus on that guy and sometimes get behind them a little bit so they could focus on the quick out, the quick in, the digs, all the different aspects of, of what, those, what the ZNX were going to be doing. Van McElroy's our guest, once a Raider, always a Raider. Van, you played on a Super Bowl team, and you played on some really good teams. How did you handle the pressure of playing for Al Davis? Because Al Davis was always looking to upgrade. He was scouting every player in the league. He was looking at free agents. What was the battle like for you to keep your position? You were a highly regarded player, but did you feel confident every year coming into training camp? Because those rosters were changing from time to time, and you had a position that you were trying to secure with some legends in front of you. Well, to be clear, my second year, I went to Pro Bowl, uh, was you know was fortunate enough I was second team All Pro and each one of those years it was Ronnie. Why did Ronnie have to be around those days? But <laughs> Ronnie anyway, Lott, yeah, uh, yeah, right. But but my second year I went to Pro Bowl and then got some different things and I actually asked my coach Chet Franklin, Chet, do you think it's okay if I buy you know if we buy a little condo here uh, somewhere? And, and he started laughing. It, but but it really gets to the point that you're making. I think. A lot of players, you know, during those days and really today, I suppose, you play off, you do play off fear. I mean, how we was scared every game, you know, and when I, I don't mean a scared from, you know, playing against a guy. I mean, the guy was was unbelievable, but the, the fear of failure is always in the back of your head. And I think all it does, at least to the players that survived, caused you to study more to watch more, to look more. And, you know, because if you can get to the simplest part of the games mentally, and it is a simple game because on defense, you just need to know uh, one thing. Is it a run or is it a pass? And if you can get those two things down quickly, you can win the game, you know, but just trying to get those things down that, you know, quickly. So, yes, to answer your question, it was tough, but that's sort of what caused you to, you know, to really play your best every year. Who would you have more fun playing with, Lyle Alzado, Howie Long, Matt Millen, or Ted Hendricks? I, you can only pick one, maybe maybe two. Tell me about one of those two teammates or two or three of them that you really bonded with. It's impossible. You know, I, I really bonded with the D-line. I used to mess with them all the time, and I'll tell you a funny story. I was always kind of – I went in, you know, the Redskins game, when we were playing them actually, uh, they are at – uh, Super Bowl, or actually the second game is in Washington. I walked in and, and told them all, 
Earl was a coach, and I got along with him extremely well, but walked in there and said, guys, I have the secret to this game. And I looked over at Howard and said, Howard, are you going to hold me half your bonus going to the Pro Bowl this year? Because he would go. There's no question. The guy was just a stud. But their offensive guard, they had what what's called a counter trail. They ran to perfection. And mm-hmm. John Riggins you know, ran that. And their play action off of it was just ridiculous. And, and it really kept you off balance. But there was one guy on the O-line that was unbelievable. I went back and watched it. three years of film to make sure it was good every single time. If his hand was down, it was a run. If his hand was up, it was a pass. It was like clockwork. It was, you know, so I walked in there and said that. But I always messed with them a little bit. So one day they decided they were going to come over in our little group as we were stretching and take me out and completely strip me naked. I mean, it was it was incredible. There I was, in the middle of the field, nothing on after they had taken everything off of me. You know, my proud little thing down there, you know, it was all all there for everybody to see. I pointed, we had a lot of fun. I was very close to Howie, very close to Lyle, Matt. Matt and I are still very close, and, and we had studies together and what have you, and, and uh, uh, we loved the Bible and all that kind of stuff, and, and so we got very close that way. So out of those guys... I would say probably Howie and Matt uh, were the mm-hmm. two guys that I uh, uh, that I hang out with. Van McElroy, as we wrap it up. Van, I want to real quickly before I ask you about the Raiders, one more question: What are you doing in your life today? Well, what's your business? What's your day to day look like? Well, I'm kind of worthless to be honest with you, JT. I, <laughs> I I I owned a business and agency for twenty about yes. twenty five years, and then took it that. As soon as I uh, got out of the NFL, took it over and built it up, and we had a lot of success. And and we, uh, uh, in 2014, I sold the company, stayed on, worked, and, and literally retired about a year and a half ago. So I am I am out of the agent business. I said at 60, this business is crazy. You got to run everywhere and go everywhere, and that's what I was doing. And mm-hmm. and so. Uh, uh, Got out of that, and now I'm I'm looking at it here. I've got about 40 cows. Uh, I've got five grandkids. You know, and I've been married for 37 years. Wow. And you know, we just we have about 200 acres out here, and and uh, I just you know just we're just enjoying life, you know, and doing that part. And and uh, when you you see a teammate like Mike, and and again, you know, talking about Matt, uh, Bob, he here's a guy who literally called me. And it's two years ago, Christmas, Christmas Eve, two years ago, he calls me and all the kids are here, you know, we're having Christmas, everything. He says, well, and my nickname, long story, I had two of them. One was Crash, but the other one was Vanny Wanny. And I can share that at some time. But so he said, Vanny Wanny, it's time to pray, buddy. They were willing, they were willing in the bed into the surgery room to put a brand new heart in his chest and and that's just amazing to me first off they took the heart out that night they waited for the other heart to get there uh and so they have to you know get them all hooked up to all this stuff that has their blood flow and everything to this machine they're, the machine's keeping them alive and the heart comes in the next morning and they're ready and they put it in there but you know this guy has a whole new heart so you, you sit there and you see that all these guys were so tough Right. Just big guys, man. You know, now we're losing a few, and it's just hard, you know. And and uh, to see Mike go like that, and as we we're talking about, and 
you realize how close that group of guys were. And I, I will say this, and, and not to mm. ramble on here a little bit, but, you know, the Raiders today, I'm glad to see they're, they're grabbing defense, but their defense has just struggled for so long. And I know John, he's a good guy. He wants to win more than anybody. Mike, Mike's a good guy, and I'm just I'm pulling for him. But, man, they got to get a defense that can play. And I'm hoping they, they can and, you know, hoping the quarterback can be the guy. I don't know if he is. You know, John likes him a lot. We'll see. But goodness, you know, we, we had a lot of close ties back then. All the guys are still very close, and I think that's a big part of why we won. Thank you, Van. Tremendous conversation. We'll have it up on the podcast network. Look forward to seeing you again under better circumstances. A bunch out here in Vegas. Thanks for doing this. JT, thank you, brother. Good luck, man. God bless. Good luck uh-huh. to you. Thank you, Van McElroy. Wow. Really deep dive. I'm running a little bit late. Jeff Sherman will join us from the Westgate. Once a Raider, always a Raider. Brought to you by the M Resort and everything they do for us here.